Okay, here's a great episode, guys. So I know you listened to my um, podcast about breast cancer with Tanya. Well, her husband, Scott, is here, and we are talking about what it was like for him during this time, what it was like for them and for their family, uh, who was helping, what kind of services they were using, and just kind of the entire process of this cancer survival moment in their lives. So I thought it was a really good conversation. We also talk about other stuff too. We talk about a film that Scott made. We talk about Tanya's uh, website and beauty counter and eco egg and all kinds of stuff. So it's a good episode. Hopefully, hopefully you don't have anyone in your life that's faced with something like cancer. But if you do, perhaps this will give you some perspective and maybe some help. And if there's someone in your life who is, maybe you could share it with them and maybe it'll help them too. So thanks for coming back every week. And um, I hope you enjoy uh, Scott and Tanya Pete. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Working shop. Mm. It had ah. a really small door right here. Okay. And it was all just studs. There was nothing in here but a bunch of junk cool. and some work tables that were made out of like yeah. really thin plywood. Yeah. Um, so we, Bert had just started working for Travel Channel. He'd barely been working for Travel Channel, maybe, maybe not even a year. And they had a show called Man Caves on the DIY network. And so they did a swap. So that's oh, how okay. he met Josh Temple, maybe. He met Josh not from that show. Okay, so when he met Josh, how did he meet Josh? How did I meet Josh? No, how did he meet? Oh. I don't remember how he met Josh. I didn't even know he knew Josh until Josh said, "Hey, so and so." Yeah, I'm like, oh, you guys know each other? Yeah, he's such a nice person, Josh. He's okay. I think Josh came and did a podcast. I think that's actually Probably. how Bert met him. He's All got right. a great voice. He does. Yeah. So did you see the the? Uh-huh. Yeah. Early audition that the you did with Josh. We did. I did. That's yeah. like one of my favorite ones. There's, there's, there's one when we did it, and I said, "If you laugh, I'm gonna be mad at you because I'm kissing you full on." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm cool," and we kissed, and he like spit all over my. Oh face. my god! <laughs> it was I was, like spit I was take. so mad. Yeah. You were. Yeah, maybe not so that funny. bad. It was funny, but we did it again. I'm like, ah, but yeah, I met Josh on a commercial for Cooper Tires back in like 2001. And you just stayed in touch. Just stayed friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just had a lot in common and both like to. Happily married. Well, I don't know if he was married then. No. That was an one or two. Th- I don't know when that was. It was a while ago. Yeah. Well, he's happily married now. Yeah. And yeah. his daughter's name is Ruby, I think. His daughter's Ruby. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She oh. must be like 14 or 15. Now. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Time flies. It does. That's I crazy. I going to say she's like eight. i can't believe my kid's 15 i just i can't believe it my oldest do they still love you Uh, most days some days no i i see it between you and ava you guys are (laughs) starting this what do you mean just it's like 
you hear about how the father is always the good guy, right? Right. The father's always the good guy. Yes. Oh yeah, at my house, well, absolutely. Yeah. And Bert it's refuses like the whole, to be the bad guy. Ava spilled glue on the iPad. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm watching Under this. The iPad. It there's got a text the chain. Uh oh. Are we far enough apart? There's a text <laughs> chain going back and forth with the three of us, and I'm staying out of it. It's just like, who did this? What happened? And I'm like, whoa. Well, yeah. Well, wait, why were you texting about it? Why weren't you just talking about it? I was at work. She was uh, at school. Actually, I wasn't uh, texting her and he was at home. And I was at work and I opened up the, um, I saw the back of the iPad case had some kind of like weird white stain thing on it. So I op- took the iPad out and there was, it was like kind of wet inside. Yeah. And it was the next morning. It was, so the night before she had been using it and um, there was this weird chemical looking stain and then a wet kind of spot but luckily it didn't get into the camera lens or the microphone but it and it was on the back instead of the front so I was able to clean it up and stuff but I smelled it and it smelled like glue so I texted I was just like like what happened to the iPad what did she say but I did say that's it that's the last straw like they're not going to get to use my iPad anymore she said I didn't mean to I cleaned it up I didn't want to get in trouble and I'm like I know you didn't mean to (laughs) and who wants to get in trouble I mean let's be honest but yeah. But yes, you're lucky it didn't dry and glued <laughs> and glued to the case. Yeah. That would have been bad. <laughs> You'd have been, been I broke stuck the with old that. iPad. You did? Yeah, I punched it. Punched oh, no, it? No, he slammed it down I on the I slammed it down and I... Why did you do that? Because I said, off the iPad, off the... And they, she wasn't... Oh. It was Ashley. She wasn't listening. wasn't listening. Finally, I took it, slam it down. And I know I, I just punched that corner and I didn't think I'd break it. And it just kind of cracked a little. But no, it was it old. Crack. It wasn't cracked at all. Okay, but on the along the side, it showed like a rainbow thing along yeah. the side oh. that looked like a. It's weird, isn't it? How the, the bio what, what your kids can do to you sometimes. Yeah, how they can just. It's almost, it, and it's best to just walk away from it. Yeah. yeah, but it's so hard. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's best to just walk away from it. I have that with Isla. I don't have that with Georgia. Georgia is like Bert internally. So for for whatever reason, I understand her workings. Isla is exactly like me internally with like um, being the stubbornness and the willfulness and the my way-ness of Isla. Well, if I'm that also yeah. and we have opposing views as to whether or not you should be using the iPad, it's very, es- it escalates very quickly where I'm like, put the iPad down. I need one more minute. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said, put the iPad down. I just, I said one more minute and I'm like, no, I'm done. And now I'm already here at this level. Mm-hmm. And well, she's just, and I don't do that with Georgia yeah. because Georgia will just put the iPad down for <laughs> what, one. What was our iPad as kids? What was our version Atari? of addiction? addiction you I know? think mine was a turtle in the yard, maybe right. a I tree. Remember. I don't know. I didn't have an iPad. BB guns. And I don't or, know. That's BB a, guns. I had BB guns. Really. I mean, we're away from the house. We're in the woods shooting. Yeah. I had a go-kart. stuff. Yeah, we had a, I, the only, had a motorcycle. The only thing I remember my parents telling me to stop doing is stop fighting with your brother until we got in trouble. But I never remember getting in trouble for like doing this or that or the other thing like they do with the iPad and the TV and the yeah all that stuff. I got in trouble for not doing stuff, like for not doing my chores, Yeah, but doing something else instead. I was bad at chores. My brother and my dad, they can fix anything, car, whatever, but... We'd, we'd rake leaves and I would just literally sit in the leaves and watch them. <laughs> that was not your game. <laughs> yeah, I hated it. I hated raking leaves because you're never going to get them all. No, they're it's impossible. Just, leaves. I hated yeah. raking leaves too. I had, my grandmother had three 
enormous oak trees. They were mm. probably 200 years old when I was a kid. They were so big. Yeah. And man, this time of year, the yard would be like oh, calf it. deep in big old oak leaves. You'd yeah. spend days and days breaking those leaves and we'd burn them. Yeah, you know? we'd burn them too. You just burn the leaves. Yeah, we'd burn, burn Could you imagine them. in Southern California? Yeah, right. We're burning leaves. <laughs> burning leaves yeah. in the backyard. What? Yeah. I like that smell. I remember my dad taking them all to the by the uh, picnic table, and we would jump off the picnic table into the big pile of leaves. But it still hurts, right? I don't remember it hurting. It does. You have the illusion yeah. this is some kind of like poofy cloud yeah. or something. It's no, like it's painful. Brown. You're pretty much hitting the ground. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the crunch. No wonder I had like crunch. asthma attacks all the time. I was <laughs> in a pile of leaves that I'm allergic to. My grandfather owned a sawmill, so you know that where they go get like pine trees and then make, turn them into planks, right? So the planer, I guess, had this big tube, way huge tube that came out of the roof of the building and went across the yard and dumped sawdust into this huge mountain. So my cousins and I used to climb up to the top of that and then jump into it. It was like jumping into mm, like, yeah. you know, 20 feet of snow. So you could jump in and like, you know, sink into your waist wow. and then get out. And <laughs> as an adult, I found out, you know what lives in those sawdust Ooh. piles? Snakes. Oh, yeah. Snakes hibernate in them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we were like, I'm sure swimming with snakes and sawdust yeah. for our whole childhood. I had no idea. We never saw one. Well, you're, you're, the you're from? Georgia. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I'm from I, pretty yeah, rural. Yeah. Couldn't tell with your accent. Sure, I know, like right? New York. I sound like a Yankee. Yeah. Well, some uh, fans have emailed me over the months and said I, they would like for me to say who who is on my couch instead of just in my intro. Because I guess when you subscribe to a podcast, it sometimes skips that intro oh. and it just goes, or somehow, it, who, however they're watching goes straight to what we're talking, okay. us talking. So this is Tanya and Scott, Pete. They are married. And uh, hey, we're going to talk about- you your, me hanging. I know, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about cancer, but I want to talk about yeah. you later. I mean, we're going to talk about cancer now. I want to talk about you no, we're going to talk about cancer later. We're talking about you out. now. How long have you been together? January of 2000, we met. We met, yeah. So 19 years. Mm -hmm. How'd you meet? 18. She was a oh, dancer. He, he always says that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, just let, him, just let him say the story, and then I'll so, tell you the real so one. <laughs> That's my life, exactly. <laughs> let him tell you the story, then I'll tell you the real one. <laughs> I mean, you tell the story. You're, you talk better than me. Oh, better well, I mean, it's pretty simple through a friend that uh -huh. I worked with on one of the soap operas that I worked on. He was the script typist and um, the show had been canceled. And so we were both kind of out of work and I was out with my roommate and her sister, or maybe her friend, a couple of friends or something and ran into this friend and he's like, oh, hey, I'm going to my friend. They're having a party at their house. Do you guys want to come? And I was like, oh, why not? You know, we're not working kind of thing. And so we thought we were going, me and my little group of girlfriends to this party and it ended up just being Scott and his friend sitting in their apartment. So, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. We were just, my roommate and I were at a party. We just stole from that party a bottle of bourbon and we just. <laughs> and left. And left. Because they were the people hosting the party were complete assholes. So we're like, we're stealing your shit. So we and did. we're having our own party. Yeah. So it was just Dave and I and then these fellas ladies showed up and uh yeah yeah so we all sat down and i ended up sitting next to scott and we were talking a little bit and he was wearing this like disco ball funny shirt and um at some point i was like okay i'm gonna go get something to drink so i got up and i went in the kitchen and then on the, co the counter there were these um cookies they were the peanut butter ones with the hershey kiss in the middle you uh -huh. know? 
And I saw them and I was like, oh, hey. And I picked it up and I'm like, hey, whose are these? And Scott said, oh, they're mine. My grandma sent them to me. And Aww. I'm like, my grandma used to make them for me. And so Aww. I sat back down and we started talking and found out, you know, that I was born in Michigan and he lived in Michigan, but was from Indiana. And I would, said, oh, my brother lives in Indiana. So that kind of kind of got the ball rolling as far as getting to know each other. And then I was looking for work and um, I think was it Mike Daly or something? Someone I totally yeah. He I said, a, "Oh, I have a friend maybe that can get you a job." But I, he couldn't get her a job. <laughs> couldn't get her a job. He no, was just lying. Uh, yeah, that. Just like, yeah. <laughs> that was your line. Oh, I can totally, totally hook you up with a job. Right? And that, yeah. is that when she started dancing? Just kidding. yes, it is. <laughs> just Remember yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and then yeah, we went out not too long after that and spent the day, you know, rollerblading. Roller <laughs> no way in L.A. No one rollerblades in L.A. No right. So Where did you do? that we went to santa monica yeah. okay you know that trail thing yeah 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 oh, down like, luckily no but neither of us broke an arm or anything like i that. was a good rollerblader man. you were i, I bet i was awesome man. i'd say impressive i bet you were impressive I no impressed. yeah i would do 360s and jump off stuff and you would not would, would you too. really oh yeah yeah no way way funny and then we yes. tried we went back and had lunch and tried to play what trivial pursuit but neither of us knew any of the answers to any of the questions <laughs> match so made heaven like yeah. <laughs> i think it was like a 1970s version so it was an older yeah, it version was hard, it was but... tough yeah that's but a yeah, cute date it was fun it was like a all-day date too it was neat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really cool mm -hmm. and it just went from there yep yeah and your oldest kid your oldest daughter is 12 almost 13 almost 12 13. almost 13 yeah. so she's in seventh grade yep is she? Yeah. She's at she's at the same school as Isla, right? Yes. Are they same school? Yeah. Yes. I thought yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I've seen you yeah, at the pickup. Yeah, see you at the uh, pickup. That's right. And then you have two more, and they are how old? A nine and four, almost five. Nine and yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, geez. Almost five. Those two are yeah, getting along like really well. She's like four going now. on fourteen. The, the four and nine year old. I think yeah. they're getting along really well. Yeah. But yeah. the nine and thirteen are. No. Yeah, it's been rough. Why? It's, Oh, they're just fighting a lot. Yeah. Just yeah. about anything yeah. specific. Yeah. It's at that point where the nine-year-old will get all excited and run upstairs to tell her sister something. And the 14, well, 13-year-old almost just gets annoyed just looking at her sister. Like, Well, know, it's like because she's running upstairs to show her that, hey, I found three blue M&Ms. Right. Whatever. And she's 12 and she's like. So? So? Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. she should be reporting the blue M&Ms to Annabelle or us. You know, who would be thrilled? We'd, yeah, we'd, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's interesting dynamic though because I feel like when um, Ashley was littler, Ava would want to have her, Ashley's attention, but Ashley didn't want to give Ava her attention. And now it's the reverse. Like Ashley wants Ava's attention, and Ava doesn't want to give Ashley the attention. So yeah. it's, how I, interesting! It's, I've seen kind of a reversal. That's that. interesting. Mm -hmm. It's always fascinating. I'm an only child. Yeah, I, I have well, siblings, so. It, and we've talked to adults that they always say, oh, we fought like that, too. And my sister yeah. and I are now best friends. I've, I've like, heard okay, that from good. so many people, but I don't have any siblings, so sure. I don't have any perspective. But yeah. my, I, the the dynamic in my house has always been the same. George has always wanted Isla's attention, and Isla's always been like, why? I don't mm. understand. Why do you need me? I mean, I don't really need anybody. I'm an air fern, kind of like her mother. <laughs> so she, they've, and George has always been like, you know, because she wants that. She's like Bert. She wants that connection and that relationship. And Isla is so independent. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't need that same thing from Georgia. And it makes Georgia feel bad and frustrated. And I spend a lot of time trying to get Isla 
to accept the reach from Georgia or to reach to Georgia, one of the two, to, to kind of to connect. You have to figure out a way that they can connect because they're totally different human beings. They're wired completely differently. And it's really challenging because I, I don't want to deny either one of them who they are. You know, it's not fair to make Isla be someone she's not, but it is also not fair for her not to recognize that her sister has a need and try to do something to fulfill that need at least sometime, mm-hmm. you know, to find that kind of half and half right. thing. And I haven't found it. I haven't been able to conquer that one with Isla. And Georgia is a lot easier. Georgia's a lot more compassionate. Isla is, <laughs> I, I don't know that Isla's super compassionate. She's, she is, but on her terms. Like if, if there's a place where you go, you know, you could look at this a little differently. She go, yeah, I don't see it that way. And I'm like, oh, I tell uh, okay. all the time. I'm like, you, you should treat your sister at least as well as you treat your friends. Oh, uh-huh, it's constantly yeah. to Isla. That's yeah. all I say to her. Like she's such a good, sweet friend. Same. She, you know, that's it's simple. Like treat your sister like one of your friends. Totally. I say that to Isla. It's like a broken record. <laughs> and it kind of breaks George's heart, I think. Breaks yeah. her heart a little bit. And yeah. that breaks my heart because I don't want her to feel that way. Yeah. You know, George is just a walking little love ball. Yeah. She's sweet and always been so soft and sweet. She's just like Bert. I know you think of Bert as soft and sweet and a little love ball. But <laughs> he actually is. So I can see him being that way. He's very sweet. Bert. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pain in the ass, but he's very That's sweet. That's what we do. We're all... We're supposed to be. Is that right? I think so. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I guess if I think about all the men in my life, my dad, my uncle, my grandparents, grandfathers, they were all kind of pains in the asses. So I guess you may be accurate. It's like having another kid. <laughs> it was like having another kid. Yeah. So number four was a surprise. Number three was three. a surprise. Four. Three was a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big She's surprise. She's four. That's where the four yeah. came from. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's, she was a surprise. Yeah. We really had to try for the first two. And then, um, yeah, and the third one just was a big surprise. Surprise. Yeah. Yay. But we were talking the other day and it's like, I mean, and, and this is what a parent would obviously say, but there's no, we cannot imagine her, Annabelle not being in our right. life. Right. She's just the yeah. And I remember, kid. yeah. And I definitely remember thinking, I wonder if there's another little soul out there for us, you know, kind of thing. And I remember talking to um, a friend of ours who had three, and saying, you know, asking what was it like to have three, and you know, so I, I feel like the it was meant to all meant to be. We call yeah. it a bonus baby. I can't remember having two. I mean, Isn't that funny. I, I think it's. I think it might be easier with three, because one's always off by themselves, which uh-huh. is great. And two are entertaining one another. Right. And that's often the case, I think. The only, I think, hard part is that they are at three really different stages in life. Yeah. You know, middle school, elementary, and preschool. And so they kind of have different interests, which makes a challenge. And then even like watching a movie as a family is a challenge. Oh, yeah, I would think. Mm -hmm. So, Do you always defer to Disney? (laughs) Guess what? We're watching Frozen again. Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Marvel. (laughs) Oh, the Marvel. We we watched, Ashley and I watched All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, yeah? It's it's like 30-some years old, and it was like, you know, the dogs are gambling. <laughs> one character was like, hey, you'll run the whorehouse. And I'm like, what is this? This wasn't that long ago. I know. You know? I know. I got so excited to show the girls smoking the bandit, which I knew had a yeah. little bit. But I didn't remember yeah. how much right. bad, bad stuff yeah, the, is in the that PGs movie. Back then, are you know, 13, oh, totally TV different. Today. Talk about politically incorrect. Yes. I mean, every word out of Jackie Gleason's mouth in that movie yes. is politically incorrect, it's, and it's, it's all crazy. improv'd. That mm-hmm. whole movie's an improv. 
right? And I kept watching it going, pause. Now, let me explain what he just said. (laughs) Let's talk about what just came out of his mouth. That we don't talk like this now. But isn't this part funny? That's what I kept saying. Right. You just have to focus on this part, like the dynamic between him and his son, who's an idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to focus on the storytelling of it. We did the same thing with John Hughes movies. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of John Hughes movies are like, that's real date rapey right there. Right. Yeah, I don't think that we've gotten to John Hughes. No, we yeah. haven't done that yet. Yeah. 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 They're think- great messages. Mm-hmm. What's the worst movie we've shown? Well, I guess The Sixth Sense. But that's not, you know. Yeah. We I, no, showed them that. Yeah. And we talked about that. But they, yeah, they actually really like that movie. They do the like Sixth that Sense. Movie. Yeah, I haven't thought about that movie. Yeah, I I did not enjoy that movie. I was in the movie theater and went, oh well, he's dead. Yeah, all of right. you. And then everybody kept yeah, going. You, you all figured it out. <gasps> Most amazing movie. And I was like, yeah. okay, I didn't think it was that great. He was obviously he was dead, and and <laughs> I guess nobody knew. I guess that was a spoiler. I spoiled my in my <laughs> right. head. <laughs> right. I spoiled yeah. myself. I don't know if I picked up on it. I, I just can't remember. Anyway, yeah. So, so Tanya had breast cancer. Mm. Surprise, also. Yeah, Annabelle was what almost six months old. So. Almost six months old. Yeah, yeah. So I want to. I have several questions, but one of them is, what do you think was the most important thing in your marriage that helped you in that process? Was it friendship? Was it was it listening? Was it arguing? What was it? I don't remember arguing. I think it was mostly that, you know, he still really gets up with the girls and gets them, makes them breakfast and lets me kind of wake up slowly. So I think that was probably a big part of it was that. um, I'm up early. He just picked up with the girls and was able, you know, able to take care of the girls and do all of that stuff so that I could kind of focus on, you know, surgery and recovery and chemo and trying to feel good. And I mean, the girls definitely were a big part of pulling me through it all. So I didn't spend too much time focusing and laying in bed or whatever. But, you know, just the fact that he was around, I think, was probably a big thing to pick up the slack, for lack of a better word. Right. Mm Because you're an actor. So you obviously can somewhat make your own schedule somewhat. Yeah, I hope that changes when these. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, God, let's go, let's work. You but know, yeah. the key to acting is just never quitting. I know it. I mean, that's that's it. That's, At a certain yeah. point, you you hit and you're working all the time. Don't quit. Um, you just can't quit. Yep. Yeah. And if you, if you have to have a day job, not, I don't know if you do or don't, but if you have to have something that you enjoy mm-hmm. so that you can enjoy both, I think. Yeah. That's, I don't know. What do I know? I'm not an actor, but <laughs> that would be my perspective is if I wanted to be like a professional knitter. Right. You know, I would have to do something else I enjoyed to fund my knitting. So I would yeah. imagine acting would be similar because it's such a hard gig mm-hmm. to get. Yeah. To, I mean, being married to a comic, it took a long time to get to the place where we could sure, just live on Bert. You know, it took a long time. So yeah, acting's same. weird. It's funny. It's like the other day we were driving and we were, you remember this, this was, I don't know, a month ago, but I said, should I, should I just quit? Is there, am I, I mean, I'm, and you said to me, you said, you know, I don't know. It's like, I've, she's like, I think your luck hasn't come yet because the shows that I've been on, like three episodes of Baskets some or whatever other shows, she's like, other actors seem to have parlayed that into more work. And I don't know why yours hasn't yet. Right. And I'm okay. That's okay. It really is. It's like, yeah. I, I still believe that it will yeah. come. Yeah. 
I don't know how or when, or maybe it's a connection that I already made. Right. I, I just shot this really weird zombie movie in New Mexico that is either going to be amazing or just no one will see it. Right. It'll be that. Right. But I think it'll be freaking amazing. Really? Yeah. It's That's so, exciting. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. You know, the potential of that and. But but it but it is uh, it's a luck thing. It really is. You know, there's so many talented actors in this town. There really are, and it's like you know, any you go to an audition, and there's 20 guys that can do the job. Yeah, they're just looking if oh man, he's taller than the the star in the show, or you know, we we really want that character to be a woman, or you know, want that person to be whatever heavier yeah. whatever yeah there's but, but your job as an actor it's like i have friends that are like oh, i don't want to go in for this audition because they're just going to offer it to a celebrity right and i'm like i totally understand that but your job yeah. is to go in there and, and book the room that's right and get those people in that room to like you and be like oh shit let's call scott in or whomever in for this other part that that's we're, right you know, a month from now that's right. Mm -hmm. If they remember, you know well, what I mean? A lot of it is who you know, not not who you know the connection, but who you've met throughout your coming up through the ranks that then also have to go up through the ranks and become someone who can give you a job. Yes. So there are a lot of people that you should, well, this is Bert's philosophy anyway, is everybody has a role. Even if the guys work in the door at the comedy club. He's yep. maybe one day as important as a head of a studio somewhere. So why would you not treat him as if he's already that person? Absolutely. And, and treat a person like like you want to be treated, like a person, obviously. That's like a person. Right. And like they have dignity and value. Yeah. And people remember people who treat them that way, I think. Yeah. They remember it down the, the road. They go, he was such a nice guy. It's, Andy was really talented. And it's so much, yeah. I told her this the other day, we were talking about our kids arguing. It's so much easier to be nice and oh, right. oh yeah, I've always said that. You have got to go out of your yeah. way to be a dick. You, you do. Have to. Yeah. It's efforted. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So, but what you did, you made a film that's on Amazon called Thanks for Coming In. Yes. It's only 40 minutes. Yeah. Which is great because mm -hmm. when I saw, you know, the reason I didn't watch it for a while oh, is because I, I didn't have an hour and a half. <laughs> right. I was exactly. like, I don't have an hour and a half. Yeah. I don't got that. Yeah. And then when I finally clicked the link, I was like, I got to watch it before Scott comes because that's <laughs> right. like unethical. I can't have him here and not have watched that. So I, I was like, oh my God, it's only 40 minutes. It's I can totally do that. 39 minutes and 58 seconds. Oh my it's God. Under it's the 40 sag. minutes, Scott. Yeah, it's 40 minutes. It's 40 I think, minutes. Yeah, I think he advertised it as less than Yeah, in, my, in the minutes. trailer I said, and it's less than 40 minutes. <laughs> I mean, you could watch it while you're taking a shit. You know, watch it on I'm your lunch sorry. break. Sorry, she's that's the thing—you can't watch a whole movie on your right. lunch break. You right. could watch a forty-minute movie. That was so smart that you made it only forty minutes. I thought. Thank you. Yeah, and you know it what? was really funny. I thank you. I had it at an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, and it was just so like, God, it's kind of boring. And I just cut, 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 cut. Yeah, you got to trim the fat, right? Yeah, exactly. There's not much fat in that movie. No, not thank a lot you. of fat. Yeah, uh, it's really, really funny. So Scott used to do these spoof audition clips so you put Early them on auditions. facebook or instagram or the youtube i put them on everything on youtube, YouTube. <laughs> and i saw the first one i think i probably watched it like eight times in a row i was laughing Thanks. so yeah. it was you and john when you pulled out the gun that's the first yes. one i saw okay. yeah i was dying i was <laughs> dying I, can't, I ran into bird and i was like you have got to watch i call you scott pete i don't that's call you funny. scott a lot I just of people call, do it you know what scott everybody pete. calls me scott pete <laughs> I was like, you've yeah. got to see this video Scott Pete made. Right. Look at this video. And Bert was like, Scott Pete is so flipping funny. He is one of the oh, funniest. Nice. 
you played dumb I, better you. than anybody. It's the funny. I mean, well, you're not. You're not obviously dumb. not. Yes, you. <laughs> yes, you are playing are. dumb. The dumb you play as that character is just so brilliant. And that's really the voice brilliant. of the casting director is me. Is you? I know. So I, I have it all mapped out in my head. <laughs> there were a lot of people though that in. didn't know that. Like through the whole thing, they thought that it was. So a different as I'm person. putting in the voice, I, I I know what he's gonna say. Yeah. But then I think of something funnier, and I it's a hard. It's so hard. Sometimes I can't stop laughing. <clears throat> it's uh, really at this funny. casting director. This guy is crazy. And the and the fun. thing you did with Josh was so funny. Oh, that yes. was the funniest. Josh one. was brilliant. Yes. His acting was so good. So I encourage anybody listening to to watch yeah. it on your lunch yeah. break. Yeah, I think if you minutes. go to YouTube, and if you, I think if you type in my in name, name, Scott Pete, it comes up. And is Pete it, is P E A T. P E A T, like Pete Moss, the dirt. That's ah, what I, I, I didn't know that's how you that. spell Pete Moss. Yeah, dirt. <laughs> Isn't there a football player named Pete Moss? Or no. am I thinking of somebody Randy else? Randy Moss. Randy Moss. I don't and, know. And Randy Pete. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the, the mockumentary is called Thanks for Coming In. And it's on Prime? Yeah, yeah. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah. Prime Video. You're not supposed to say Amazon Prime. Oh, really? It's Prime, Prime Video. video. Uh, Sorry, Prime I'm, no, Video. No, it's fine. I was like reading all the rules when I was uploading. And it's like, what? But it's Amazon. But yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. Prime Video. Yeah. Prime Video. Oh, and I'm in it. She's I know in you're great in it, <laughs> yeah. by the way. I don't know if you have any acting experience, but you did a great bit, job. Much. Yeah, it's funny. People were like, oh, it was so realistic. You know, I don't want to give anything away. And I was like, have you seen that mustache? This <laughs> thing is great. Look how big it is. Your mustache is <laughs> oh, really out of control. God. When before you shaved over here, I was like, you literally like, look homeless. <laughs> yeah. Please shave the cheeks. And then you did. It looks like You know, there was, a, there was a time where at the park once, and this was a few years ago, but my mustache has always been pretty big. I can't remember who it was. Annabelle maybe was crying. And she says to me, take her to the car. And I'm like, I will look no, like I I'm think, kidnapping her. Right? No. I look like, <laughs> I think and I'm the at the opposite. park. I think you said that you were going to take her to the car. And I said, it looks, it'll look like you're kidnapping Did you say her. that? Yeah. I thought I said it. Because I'm very aware how I look. <laughs> right. I, I'm overly friendly. Like if someone's walking down the street, I'm like, they think I'm racist. I'm like, hey, how are you? Yeah, right? They're like, hi. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yes. Thought you had like a crowbar in your back pocket. Just be nice. <laughs> Just be nice. That's yeah. right. Like Dalton said in Roadhouse. So it's like be nice. Paul, the other guy that was at our school that oh, looks yeah. like you do similarly. Paul's yeah. I Paul just had lunch with him yesterday. Yes. You did what? Had lunch with him. You did. Yeah. He's so sweet. He's a great sweet. guy. I love yeah, him so much. Yeah, he's super sweet. But the same thing, he looks like he either is homeless or in a motorcycle gang. Yeah. You don't look homeless, but just when you get scruffy over right. here. Mm -hmm. um, but he looks motorcycle literally like he's in a motorcycle sure. gang yeah. all the so time. So I've always seen Paul being, he's always very nice. Yes. But you remember a few years ago when people would park in this neighborhood and the next morning they were just kids that were OD'd on drugs yeah. up the street. And he was yelling at one guy that had like a needle hanging out of his arm. Oh. And I walked up. I would think I was walking uh, Mandy or someone and he was laying into this guy Aww. like you wouldn't believe, but the guy deserved it. And I hope that moment turned this person around. Right. You know what I mean? Cause Paul's like so sweet, but yeah, I, I don't know why I'm telling that story. Uh, no. I don't know. Paul yeah. used to be our safety valet at our elementary yes. school yeah. and he would stay, he literally looks like a motorcycle gang guy and he would, he would throw both arms in the air and go, good morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful morning. Living the it's dream. Living the dream. <laughs> yep. Living the dream. And you're like, oh, what a sweet yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. He's so sweet. I miss having him as the valet. Yeah. I miss him. He lived right here. He lived one block yeah. from me. Mm -hmm. I used to yeah. see him all the time. I miss yeah. him too. I, I don't know where they moved.
I don't. But, I, I think they're. I don't. I don't it remember doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, so back to. Do you um, edit this to edit? No, out I don't the, edit anything. The, the, no, because I want the point is I want people to feel like they're sitting in that chair mm-hmm. and just watching us chit chat. Yes. So what's funny about my relationship with the two of you is that I've known Scott way longer than I've known you mm-hmm. because you and I worked together at the World Fair. The World Fair. The World Fair, which is our big fundraiser at yes. our elementary school. And the minute I met Scott, I was like, that's a good guy. He's a really good guy. And I've always really thought the world of you. Thank you. Had no idea who you were married to. Because mm. um, I, I always send him to right? for all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's crazy? That, that <laughs> exactly. first year I volunteered at the World Fair, I just went, I did too much. Because now everyone's like, he'll put in 80 hours. Yes, exactly. You know? You can't do that. You can't show I your hand. Screwed up. You I totally do. You and Chris, you got yeah. a slow build. Last he year was the yeah. least amount. I ever I volunteered I I still put in like twenty two hours yeah which, it's a lot but it's like if each parent would just give three five. hours five hours I mean yeah. three hours because there's three, literally yeah. eighty to one hundred people that are the same people yeah it's the same people that build the fair yeah. the fair it's a pretty big uh, production it takes about it takes all day Thursday all day Friday to build the fair Saturday's the fair and it takes all day Sunday to break it down I like the breakdown I like Sunday you like that you do I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind. Dirty I didn't mind donuts. any of it. I did all four days. Yeah, uh, the whole time I was there. But anyway, back to cancer. So mm-hmm. I really don't think people talk to the opposite person, you know, in mm-hmm. a couple when someone has cancer, and that fascinated me. Or I was curious to know what your process was like yeah. when this was happening for Tanya. So it was mm-hmm. obviously happening for your whole family, mm-hmm. but it was happening for you as a <sighs> couple, and it was Man. happening for you as an individual. It was hard. Well, even yeah. even the day that I went for the mammogram and the ultrasound, just thinking that I had a fluid-filled cyst in there, not thinking it was any big deal, and you know, driving home thinking, how am I going to tell Scott that I might have cancer? And you know, I was just trying to think of how to do it, and I had to pick up our daughter at the friend's house, and I we got home, and I had the my daughter go inside, and I was like, I have to talk to you, and so I kind of kept Scott outside and. He thought that our daughter had gotten in trouble at the friend's house and that I was just wanting to tell him in private. I literally thought that our friend like <laughs> spanked Ashley, <laughs> which I was totally cool with because it's Sabrina. And I'm like, Sabrina can parent our kids oh, yeah, however the totally. hell she wants. Yeah, <laughs> Sabrina like, can do anything. Yeah. Ashley deserved it. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. But then she told me that. Well, I, I was like standing there like fig- trying to figure out how I was going to word it. And he just is like, he's like, just spit it out. And so I did. I said I might have cancer. And then, you know, were you alone there? Yeah, we were standing outside the front door. And what happened to you when you heard that? Like, did you get numb? Did your stomach shake? Did you start crying? What, uh, what happened? You're going to make me cry. It's okay. Yeah. I have tissue right here. Oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I think I just dropped to the floor. My brother was visiting. We were drinking some beers. Because when my brother comes out, that's all we ever do. <laughs> and uh, it was hard. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think when we told your brother... He's at, I think he said something like, oh, well, do you have a will? You have a will? I'll tell you the hardest part for me, uh, th- th- this moment when after her surgery, double mastectomy, I remember I was looking out the window and they were bandage, bandaging you up. And I'm saying to myself, I'm not going to look. Oh, you mean taking it off? Yes. And that then I sucky. looked and I just was like, ah. Oh, and then you said to me, you got to go get the kids from school. <laughs> and so I left with this. I, I, I was out of my out of, out of my mind. 
Well, and why, I got to school. Why was, you just saw all. I just of her, saw all the, the extreme. Yeah, I sutures saw, and. I saw without the bandages for the first time. Right. And there had but, been the complications, so yeah. they weren't able to do the reconstruction on this side. So I think he was also concerned about how I was going to react because right. I expected but to I got wake used up to and, and have the expanders in and look relatively normal, but mm-hmm. it was totally yeah. flat on that side. But so I, I went to school was, to pick up the girls and everyone swarms me, how's Tanya, how's Tanya? And I just started bawling. Aww. And they're like, go, we got your girls, we'll get them. Yeah, and so I went and sat at a bar. Did for like you? Had two pints of beer, just sat there. Yeah. And my mom was here too yeah. at that time. So that really helped. So she was able to watch the girls. And- but then I got really good at the drains. She had oh, drains. Yeah. <laughs> I got really good at draining it and pulling the. All these little ball yeah, things. She that had to wear these like drains the on both sides for like three stuff. weeks. It's like was an it, alien Was movie. it three weeks? Yeah. 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 So you, you cleared her the, drains? I emptied the drains, wrote down 30. Kept tracking my medicine. Kept, 30, what does that mean? It was like 30. Uh, milliliters, milliliters or whatever, or whatever yeah. that would be a fluid yeah because you had to keep track right because it would start at like 90 85 right. 80 you wanted to keep getting lower and lower right and lower. right right yeah finally i could just pull those suckers out that had to be annoying right actually like it's so octopus. funny that's a misconception when you have those things and people think it's going to hurt when they come out but actually it feels good yeah to get them out because like it's like a tube going through your under your skin and stuff but yeah. does not sound comfortable yeah it's like yes yeah, the movie Aliens, or yeah, is it no Predator when he has those things coming out? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, it's like those things coming out, but so I think that's you know, and then that day that I told him, I remember a couple of times he kind of disappeared and I found him like kind of off by himself, so I knew he was like thinking, What are we gonna do? What if this happens? What if that happens? And and I remember telling him, I was like, I'm like, look, this isn't a Disney movie. The mom doesn't die in this story. Because right. that was like always the thing, watching the movies with the girls. Like, yeah. why does the mom always die? Yeah. Why does the mom always die? And I was like, mom's not dying. So, you know, we're just going to do whatever we have to do and to get through it. And, you know, here we are four yeah. years later and yeah. we're through it. You did so. it. Mm-hmm. But during that time, I, 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 I like to think about what would happen in my marriage if that happened to me. Right. I, I think that I I think and I think people are going to be surprised I think this but I think actually Bert would become like a warrior. He would. For me. Totally. And is that what happened yeah. to you? Yeah. What what like what what happened? Did something <clears throat> kick in that you had not I don't know if anything kicked in. You know, it's like when you get married, yeah. You get married. Yeah. That's it. And we had we already had three kids. Yeah. And we've been through so many financial battles. We're, we go through them all the time still. still. Yeah. But it's just like, you know what? I'm not in prison. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> we get through it. And her diagnosis and we, was not a like, no. I you mean, have three months. Yeah. Right. I mean, the word cancer, is that's a hard word. It's a terrible word. Yeah, it's a terrible word. It's a terrible word because it is such a large spectrum. Yeah. That word covers so many things. I mean, thyroid cancer for a sure. woman, it doesn't is is not a, a hugely life-threatening, incredibly hard experience. It still is not good. No one wants that. But if as a woman you had to choose a cancer, I think thyroid's one of them you'd say I'll take that one. But yeah. then there are other ovarian? No. Oh, right. Sure. No. My aunt died of ovarian cancer. Yeah. Well, those are the the ones that that don't have symptoms or don't show signs until it's like almost too late. Those yeah. are the super scary ones. That's like the scary, ovarian yeah. cancer and pancreatic cancer and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, so scary. 
So you, you just, did you, okay. So you went to a bar and drank or I had two a couple beers. pints and, and just I, processed. Yeah. Right? Yes. Your and then I went and picked up both of my kids because they're at a friend's house. And I drove. No. We walked home. Um, it's what, amazing our community, isn't it? Oh, God, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. they, they, the, the, the meal trains, is that what they call them? Yeah. I mean, it was so awesome. And people were just, they stepped up to bat and they're bringing food. Right. I mean, taking our kids yeah. home if need be, if I had to run her to an appointment. I think right. I told you someone know? that I was drinking green juices every day yeah. during chemo. So suddenly I had like people bringing bags and bags of stuff so I could juice. And her mom like coming out day. was giant. It was amazing. You know? Your mom coming out was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She must have spent probably like six, six months, months out of the first year that I was doing all the surgeries and chemo and all of that stuff. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he had his own medical stuff going on. Yeah. Like right when I was starting chemo, he, I don't remember what it was called, it, but. Yeah, it was weird. My, my main concern was not losing insurance. I, you know, I wanted to make. Right the money I needed to as an actor to keep our insurance and I've been able to do that was a piece of wood. Well, that must have been really stressful too to yeah. be in this crisis moment in your family, even if it's momentary and then have to say, I got to keep working so I can maintain. Oh yeah. I, mean, I remember the first audition I went to after, after this, I think you left for an audition, I left for an audition while you were in the hospital because yeah. oh you told God. me to go. Why even? Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think yeah. we talked about it before. So I went into this room like, just go. and it was a decent guest star, but I went into this room and the guy walks me in, the casting lady's there and I just stopped and I just started like tearing up and I'm like, I can't do this. And they thought I was nervous mm-hmm. <laughs> and they go, uh, okay, you want to take a few more minutes? I'm like, no, my wife is in the hospital battling breast cancer. <laughs> the guy, or the girl, she puts her hand on me. She's like, go. And I just left. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, I wasn't ready. Yeah. It was yeah. too much, too soon. It was too soon. <sighs> Sorry for being emotional still. Well, I, I mean, not that I wanted you to be emotional. That wasn't my point. But yeah. my point is I wanted some people who are the other spouse right. or the other partner the to hear. What it's like. I mean, it's yeah. got to be terrifying. I mean, did you did you stop sleeping? Did you? Nope. I mean, no, I you sleep kept really sleeping. Well. <laughs> you slept fine. I sleep great. Well, you're probably an anomaly in that way. Yeah. I bet a lot of people who sleep. But what? How did you? Pro- how did you process that anxiety? How did you deal with? Or did you have anxiety? What What happened for you? Going to the gym. Oh God! I, the, so I go to the gym all the time. Yeah. No, it doesn't look like it, but. It's, it's the only thing in my life that I have control over. And I, I, that's what I tell people. Right. It really is. So I would go to the gym. and But then I got injured. I, I got some kind of weird virus called uh, Parsonage-Turner Syndrome. That was the original name of it. Um, and I, I, I one day, one morning, I couldn't get up. I couldn't stand. I felt like I had a knife in my back. Uh, I, I could not move my legs. actually, because he couldn't get up. And I, I couldn't lift So she called up. the ambulance. Wow. And I was so mad because I'm like, that's 900 and some dollars. Yeah. I'm like, and these two guys, they came in, these paramedics, they're like, we love your mustache. <laughs> they love my mustache. And I was laughing, but at the same time, I was thinking, oh, this is costing money. <laughs> so they got me to the emergency room, the in Sherman Oaks hospital there. And they only gave me some like Advil or something. And then the next day, I, I, I couldn't walk. I could not move my legs. It, wow. it felt like I had a knife in my hips. I couldn't roll. I, to, to go to the bathroom, I was like, how am I going to get in that bathroom? It, and then my dad came out mm-hmm. to help. 
which was great. And then I booked a commercial. Oh my God. And I'm on the phone with my agent and I'm like, right. I have to tell you something. They're like, what? I can't walk. That's crazy. And they're like, what? Well, you can't just hobble. I'm like, or crutches. I'm on crutches. I can't. So they called and the client was like, well, we'll make his character injured. But wow. I got cut out. I got cut out of the commercial, so whatever. But it was just like um, I know, I, that made me a little upset because here he was like having so much pain, and he managed to get himself up and get himself there and worked. A friend all of mine day drove me there in yeah. pain on crutches, and then he got cut out. And I was like, ah, oh. yeah. But you got paid. Well, I got the paid day. the session, six hundred bucks. Oh yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. But what 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 were we talking about? We're talking about your injury and how you yeah. can walk and. So then it came back three months later. It did? Not as bad. It was December 27th. How does one contract this virus? 2% of Americans have it. Males. Like it's in their body already? I don't know. I just know they said 2%. Wow. And I, I saw and five doctors. I, I mean, it was right in that time period. Right. That, so I'm it came sure. back a few times. Yeah. And the last time it came back was August 30th, 2018, when my cousin Adam, who went and saw Bert. Oh, thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah. that. Um, he was out. We went to a Dodger game. Then we went to the Hollywood Bowl or something to see. L.A. Phil Harmonica, however you say the name, but it, it came back. But it was only here for like twenty four hours. So every time it comes back, it's it's just less, less and less. Yeah, it's very. That's many. really good. Yeah. So I have loads of prednisone at home. So when it, <laughs> and I'll call my doctor and say, Hey, can I get some prednisone? I'm like, like I'm like, does it expire? They're like, it doesn't expire. Just keep it for when it comes back. So I haven't taken prednisone in four months because I don't want to. Right. Um. But man, it, that stuff helps. That's good. Yeah. Wowza. So that was going on at the same time that your cancer was going mm -hmm, on. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Who was running your house? <laughs> were you doing the upper body portion and you were doing the lower body portion? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. No, my mom came out. His dad came out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember, I think I just had one of my chemos and that was happening. So I was you know what? up and down the stairs yeah. bringing him stuff. And I'm in constant pain anyways. <laughs> it's like I, I can deal with it. It, you know, my neck, my back, my knees. It's just like. Why are you in constant pain? I don't know. I think it's the. Arthritis. No, ar I have arthritis. But oh, it's basketball I played and then. Oh. Uh, I don't know. So back to cancer. Mm -hmm. What, do, what, if anything, do you think is different post all this intense? I think our relationship is amazing. But it was her. probably amazing before. <laughs> so what yeah. is different? Is there anything different? You is it just your... deeper or? Well, it's funny. I mean, when you get married and they say, you know, the in sickness and in health, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, literally, like we had the sickness yeah. part of it and is, you know, almost as bad as you can get kind of thing. And we just made it work. It kind of it just made us having the three kids. You had to be a team. Yeah. You know, you had to be a team and nothing would get done. And I mean, I definitely... I think couples always go through the the little trials where you're like, I'm doing everything and you're doing nothing. And then it's like, I'm doing everything and you're doing nothing. Yeah. And, you know, we, neither of us could do nothing. Right. There was so much There's going much. on. With a yeah. six month old. Mm -hmm. Yes. Come on. That's, that's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. So it was just that you, neither one of you could just unplug entirely. Right. Oh, right. I remember, it's funny talking about cancer and the girls fighting and stuff. I remember, so after um, the emergency surgery, that when I had that hematoma break loose and I had to have my arm in a sling, Ava and Ashley were fighting. And I literally 
had to put myself physically put myself between the two of them and like lean on one so that they wouldn't get up and like try to like attack their sister. And here I am with the sling. And it's just like, it just didn't, it doesn't, life doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, things don't stop. And even as much as you tell your kids, like you need to be helpful, you need to help me. Um, they're still kids. Yeah. And a baby, you know, the baby is the baby and she doesn't remember me not having hair or, you know, me going like different things associated with cancer and going to doctor's appointments and whatever. She just doesn't remember that. But I mean, life just keeps going. And then you go to those parent nights where the kids make the artwork and they put on the wall in their classroom. What are you thankful for? And Ashley was like, my mom's not dead. Oh my God. You laugh at it. You my have to laugh at that. It's, it's cute. Oh, yeah. Well, it's or, how she or, processed the world, and then, right? And then you see the other, like, you know, line that says, What do you worry about? And the you know, it says yeah. my mom's cancer coming back. And you know, wow. so it's like you don't and then you're like crying in the middle of the open house. Right. <laughs> you know. I could I I could only imagine. I'd yeah. be bawling in the middle of the open house with that. Mm-hmm. So is there a quality in one, either this is for both of you? Is there a quality you hadn't really paid attention to or noticed in the other person until this happened? Where you go, oh, I didn't really realize she was this strong in this way or that she was this uh, able to delegate or I don't know. Those are kind of lame examples. But was there anything you noticed about your partner that you hadn't noticed or appreciated? Well, I think. You know, I tend to look at my calendar and if I have a lot of things on the calendar in one day, I just look at it and I get tired and I get stressed and I have anxiety. Whereas he's just like, yeah, it's fine. I'll do this and then I'll go there and then I'll do this and then I'll do that. And, you know, it doesn't seem to phase him. So I think that I never knew that you knew that because <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's a really good thing because I know that something that that I I get anxiety, but. Well, I have three things today. I have like a guest star audition right after this, but I'm like, whatever. I can't control that. I'll just go in there and do a good job. And then and I have a meeting at 1.30 and I'm like. Let's go through your day. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's work. And then she'll get the girls and we'll come home. And it'll be Pete movie night again. Which Pete is every, movie night. <laughs> most Friday nights. That's what we do. We just watch a yeah. stinking movie. But yeah, so I think that we balance each other out in that regard. So I know that if I'm getting overwhelmed about something, I can just be like, can you, you know, do this and this so I can go do that and that. And he was like, sure. You know, so I don't know. what. But were you not that way before? Not, I don't think as much. I definitely Mm -hmm. have more anxiety just in general than I did before. And I mean, you know, my doctor said it was PTSD, which I think happens a lot after people going through. I think we talked a little bit about this with Bert and what he went through, um, you know, you go through this big traumatic thing and it, you're, as you're going through it, you're just trying to get through it. You're trudging right. ahead. You got your head down. You're just getting through it. And then when you're done and you lift your head up and you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And after that emergency surgery, I just suddenly felt like I was, I was drowning, like I was on mm-hmm. a sinking ship. And so, I mean, I've, definitely gotten better as time goes by you know I think the more time goes by and you get to live like a regular life and not think about cancer so much yeah I I had my checkups this week I had one yesterday with or was it yesterday or two days ago with my uh, oncologist and then the week before with my surgical oncologist so uh, I have every six months I see one of them and every year I see the other one Mm. But they all have they fell within like a week of each other this time and so you know it's been on my mind a lot this week Right. But for the most part, you get further and further away from it. And um, 
you know, you think back like, oh, you know, four years ago I had no hair and now, you know, I have long hair and that kind of thing. But um, so, yeah, I think that's just a matter of time going by. And yeah, but I think that it still sticks with you in a little bit of in a way. And I think the anxiety is probably part of that. So calming myself down and not getting stressed out or looking at my calendar and taking things one thing at a time. Right. Or not looking at the whole week and just taking it the one day at a time. Right. But that's something different for some reason that anxiety, like a little bit, I'm a little bit more prone to anxiety now than I used to be. Than before. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I mean, your Mm -hmm. life was threatened. Yeah. And that's actually (laughs) what our, our pastor at church said too, when I was talking to him about it a little bit was that a lot of people don't, have to face their mortality like I did. Yeah. And so like when some like life things happen, it just affects you in a little bit different way. You know, you worry more about things. Some people, I think some people go the opposite direction and they're just like, second chance, life is good. I'm going to have as much fun as I can. Right. But I think there are other people that maybe, you know, like me that you tend to be a little bit like, oh, this could happen at any time. Right. You know, this, it could come back at any time. And right. what are we going to do if it comes back? And you try not to think about that, that stuff, but. Yeah, yeah. but it, I'm sure subconsciously it's, it's got to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you not, how, how would you not think, or at least thank, you know, thank God I, I got out of that. How, or why me? I mean, Bert and I talk a lot about survivor's remorse. Not that you have survivor's remorse, but I think there's, mm-hmm part of that in some people where they go, well, why did I make it? And all these other people mm-hmm. didn't or don't. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. you know, I'll tell my story to somebody and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what you went through. But then I'll hear someone else's cancer story and I'm like, oh my gosh, they went through like the, what they went through was so much worse than what I went through. Why am I, you know, it, so there definitely yeah. is, is it's still that even when you're talking to another cancer survivor. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm comes with baggage. I guess cancer comes with a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did it leave you with any baggage? No, she has a little more anxiety. Do you have any baggage like that? I don't know if it's baggage. I just really want to, I just really want to be able to, the girls are like, oh, we'd love to have a house. You Annabelle, know what I mean? Annabelle keeps asking, when are we Yeah, so it's like, house? I want to, I want to be, do, I wanna, do you not live in a house? Well, we have an apartment, but it's like, oh, I want to, okay. I want to be, I want to become an adult. You know what I mean? I understand. It's yes. like, Enough of this. I mean, we could go be adults in Michigan or Washington. Yes. But then what the hell are we going to do? You know? But I don't know if there's baggage. I've always, I don't know. That's a good question and I don't have an answer. Well, I can tell you this. Living through what you've lived through, I I deem you an adult. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty freaking adult. That's really adult to be able to persevere through something as life-threatening and terrifying as that with three kids and come out the other side a stronger couple. I think that's a huge adult accomplishment. Mm. Um, and a house is just a house. I, I mean, I know the kids want a house, and yeah. and that's valid. I just want to be able to yell at them to go out in the yard. Go yeah. Outside. Oh, go I hear you. We were in an apartment until Isla was four. And I said to Bert, if I don't get this kid a yard, I'm going to kill her. I'm going <laughs> to throw her off the balcony. She needs, I need to be able to turn, I said, turn her out in the yard mm-hmm. and close the door right. and know that she's not going to die. Yeah. But I just need, she needed a place. So I, I completely understand what you mean. Yeah. And I know what you mean about the feeling adult too. Yeah. We, we were, I'm I just mean, sort of halfway joking. In a way, you know. But yeah, yeah. but I know what you mean. It yeah. is a feeling that you. But have. you know what? Our, our our girls are very happy. Yeah. You know, and that's all that matters. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not here long. 
they don't have their own rooms, but I think, I, I mean, Ava might want her own room if yes. we lived in the house, but Ashley, I don't think would want Ashley her Ashley and room. Annabelle would just be yeah. roommates. Oh, Isla did not want to. When we, we, when we moved into this house, it was a two bedroom, one bath. And then we added a master so they could have their own bedrooms. And Isla was like, yeah, let's turn the other room into like a playroom. And Georgia stays in here with me. And Georgia was like, no way. Cause she's a teenager, right? Yeah. At the time. And, uh, yeah, it was a big deal. Isla was not okay. And I think seriously to this day, she would prefer to share a room with her sister. Mm -hmm. Even though, like I said before, she acts like she doesn't need or want her sister. That is one way I think she really did like yeah. falling asleep mm -hmm. with her at night. That was her way of connecting with Georgia. Yeah. yeah so we have, we have some friends who um, moved into like a bigger house so that their kids could each have their own room because they have three kids also. Yeah. And I found out not long ago that even though the one has their own room, they still go and sleep in the bunk bed with the other <laughs> two because the two are in the room together and the others and had their own room and the one still sneaks in and the three are all still sleeping in the same uh, room. So funny. You know? Isn't that funny? Yeah. 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 It's so cute. Technically, we have like a six bedroom place because <laughs> Ashley will sleep in the bathroom. <laughs> She'll sleep in the kitchen. Annabelle sleeps Seriously. With us. Just last week, she slept in the bathroom, and the night before, a few nights before, she slept in the kitchen. And I'm cool with that. I well, why did she do that? I set up a blanket. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah but there's times where she wants that adventure. That's oh. Ashley. She wants to, you know, sleep in the kitchen mm. or under why the not? table. Or there's times where I'll set up the tent. Yeah. And they'll sleep in the tent. Yeah. yeah you that. know? That's I guess super that's fun. normal. That's fun. Yeah, that's It's normal. completely normal. Yeah. yeah. In the living room. We used to do that too. Yeah. We still, I have uh, camping cots and we'll just go couch, cot, cot, couch. Yeah. And then a cot on the other end so I can sleep like five kids all in one room. We still, we did that not long ago. Yeah. It's super fun. It's really fun to do that. I feel like I was reading an article like, because I read the news at night on my phone and I was reading an article recently that like, I think it is common in other countries for families to like just all sleep in one room like yeah, have, yeah it is yeah yeah different beds right. sleeping in one room and and then i also read an article recently that talked about like um it's healthy for kids to sleep in their parents with their parents until they're like three or four or something like she that she wrote that article like bonding. <laughs> we've been trying to get annabelle to sleep in her own bed but she just won't and so when i saw that i was just like okay <laughs> okay i'm justified yeah I'm although good. you know she sleeps between us and kicks me all night Oh, God. Yeah. I am not that girl. I'm sorry. I'm a mean mama. Are I you? just went, yeah, I got to have, I got to, I need some time to myself. I love you kids, but you will be sleeping in your own bed. I yeah. would still be sleeping with me at 13 if I would let her. She would still. <laughs> and if George is out on a play date, like, I mean, not a play date, at a sleepover, Isla will show up at my door. So, yeah. sleepover, mom. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, so yeah, she'll yeah, come yeah. get in the bed. It's uh, her favorite thing. Oh, so I cute. couldn't do it though. I'm such a, I'm well, such a, I'm an only child. I yes, need my own space. space. And when Bert leaves, yeah. I go, oh, yeah. I have like a day in my house with nobody. Yeah. Um, I have a few too many animals at the moment. I'd like to kind of maybe. You have rabbits? I saw you had a fence. No, in your that's yard. not a it rabbit. A it's for my chickens. Oh, there's a squirrel in there. Chickens. A second yeah. ago inside the cage. Okay. I know the chickens are. The, the chicken has a a roommate. A cool. squirrel roommate. A squirrel roommate who is uh, shoplifting their food. <laughs> He's kind of a jerk. They also have a few rats that come in and steal. Oh, yeah. Also, and I can't get rid of the rats. Oh. I mean, yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. The orange tree crazy. too. Yeah. I'll never get rid of them. Yeah. Any advice for any couple that may be embarking upon? Um, on uh, upon this journey that she yeah. went through, I'll let her talk about that. 
Oh, no, that the I mean, two of you went through. Yeah. Oh, and because it was your journey too. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. It was a journey for you. You you had to have a ton of feelings about it. And I know, I know. To me, when Bert's going through something, I and we've never been through anything even remotely like this. But if he's if he has the flu, I feel really bad for him, and I want to help him very much. And there's this other part of me where I go. Oh, can I just have five seconds? I just need five seconds, please. And then I'll be right back. So I had those feelings that aren't always, you know, the Christian way you're supposed to think. Oh, for sure. Uh, you like know, when he go, he used to play basketball, when he would come home early from basketball, I'd be like, oh, he hurt his back. Now he's going to be like useless for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> right. But that that's what I mean. I'd like to hear about that stuff, too, because I think regular couples and regular people feel those things and think maybe they're the only ones or maybe that that's really wrong. When I think it's part of the human experience to be imposed upon when your loved one is in a, a serious situation. I mean, like two percent of your brain feels imposed upon where the 98 oh. is like, I'm of course, I'm happy to be here. No, I, re- I actually I mean, I remember. After, I, don't, I think it was after one of my surgeries and my mom was getting ready to leave. And I remember you said something about like you had a Screen Actors Guild meeting that you were going to. And I thought he was joking because I still couldn't lift up Annabelle because I had had surgery, I, you know, and I couldn't put her in her bed. I couldn't yeah. lift her in and out of her bed. And he was like, no, I have this meeting I have to go to. And I don't know if he just didn't realize that I was still at that point where I really still couldn't do the, you know, lift the baby kind of thing. But or if he had gotten to the point that it was a year later and we'd been going through all this stuff and it had disrupted everything that he was like, it's time to get back to normal life now, even though I wasn't ready. I think he was ready. Like, it's you know, Hmm. do you remember that? I don't, but it's probably true. <laughs> so I think I just had Annabelle like sleeping on our bed until he got home and could put her into into the crib or right. whatever. But was, I just was like, yeah. I guess he just is ready to be over it. Right. You I don't I mean, think I was ready to be over it. I just think I had a meeting. <laughs> well, did you ever feel like that? I mean, did you ever like have what? feelings of it? like, uh, oh. No. No, never? No. That's pretty awesome. Never. Mm-hmm. That's nope. pretty awesome. I mean, because it was a it was a full year, right? You know, yeah, it's a long time. And then when you are first diagnosed, and they tell you, "Oh, it'll be about a year of surgeries and treatments and whatever," and you're like, oh, "That seems so long." But then it just she happened. drinks more wine now. Oh, I do. Yeah, you drink more wine now, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> that's good. That's a compliment. I don't think that's a having kids thing. Oh my I don't god, know that's like you know what's funny is I'll, 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 thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna have any beer or bourbon today. And then the kids just start arguing. I'm like, all right, bourbon is less fat. Bourbon's for breakfast. Perfect. Just, it's like every night. Like Bourbon. last, I think I just had two bourbons last night, and then that was it. You know? Because these kids, we love them. I know. Oh, my but kids man. are fighting so hardcore over the bathroom. Oh, I yeah. need a bathroom. No, but I'm in the bathroom. Go to the other bathroom. But my stuff's in this bathroom. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right. Come on. We had yeah. one bathroom right? for your entire life. Yeah. And now suddenly you share a bathroom with only one other person. We used to call our bathroom the town hall. Right. Because all four of us would be in there at the same time. Yeah. And now two of them can't share one. Right. They it's, have their own bathroom, but we still, like, they still come in our bathroom to brush their teeth. And, and shower. Just, yeah, and shower. Like, Why? I don't bathroom. know. They got, a, they got a bathroom, man. It's awesome. 
Kids right? are so annoying. We should just Jeez. give them all away. I mean, what's the point, really? They're just yeah. nyan, 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 money suckers and constant, constant nag, nag, nag. Yep. For Ava, what? Ava talks really quiet. And the uh, other day, I was like asking, terrible. I was like, what? And she said it again. And I was like, what? And she got and really like, upset Never mind. with me. Never mind. And I'm like, and she storms off. I'm like, right. I cannot hear you. I have the same problem. Yeah. And I told her, I said, someday I'm going to be old and I really won't be able to hear you. So just get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my kids are terrible at that. And I'll go, you know, I'm not defiantly asking you what. I can't hear you. So you're going to have to either come in the room with me and talk to me yeah. or increase your volume. Right. Come on. And then, yeah. Annabelle says what? So they put tubes in her ears to drain them. Yeah. And we're like, ah, oh, she can't hear. Well, now she's going to be able to hear amazingly. She still says what all the time. <laughs> but it's cute. Now. Her what is so cute. But it's just like, I'm like, then I'll test her. I'm like, can you not hear me? And she looks at me. I'm like, I'm going to say a letter. And I'll say, D. I'll say it really soft. I'm like, what did I say? D. You can hear me. It's a processing problem. Yeah. Or she it's just a habit. A minute to process. She, it's a habit of saying mm -hmm. what. People say what. All the time, but they, they know what you said. What gives you a minute to? Yeah. It gives you a minute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a minute to think about. That's true. To process it. To say, mm -hmm. oh, what are they talking mm -hmm. about? Oh, got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So no negatives for you in the cancer experience. I mean, it's the whole thing's a negative, I guess. But I mean, we were never a negative. That's is it, amazing. Is it because I won't let you buy the peanut butter with the high fructose corn syrup in it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, a I'm a horrible shopper. I'm a horrible shopper. Did you now who did the shopping when she had cancer? I mean, it's we've always shared it, but I mean, it's it goes more than I, I go a lot because I can go a lot and we He's need milk all on the his way freaking to time. From, you know, different yeah, things. so it's like milk is like just hot commodity. It's like they just dump it out. I know. But drink I think, it. Yeah, but I think that's been one thing trying to readjust, like learning. I mean, like, you know beauty counter and the chemicals and things and not letting him buy certain things. And yeah, I mean, we've had to make shifts. Do that. I have a negative? I'm yeah. sure there's a negative there. But what? What's the negative for me? What, what did I, what did well, I screw up? I mean, I just think you didn't screw it. That, that's no. not what, no, not no, what no, I, no. Mean. I know that, I mean, but like, I want to know. I want notes. How, how, how you, how you manage your emotion. Well, you already told me you went to the gym Yeah, and how and I'm an emotional person. Yeah. You know, I, I will just cry. Yeah. And that's okay. Were you emotional in this uh, time period? I don't period? think I was ever emotional outward, outwardly. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. Um, Publicly, sort of. But that one time where everyone approached me and asked how you were, that's when I lost it. You just had, that was your breaking point, yeah, sort so of. Yeah, it was like, literally, yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know, it was like a horde of zombies coming <laughs> upon me. And it was, it was real. Well, you know? We do live in a great community we and do. everybody really, truly, genuinely cares about each other. Yes. And that is overwhelming to yeah. have that much care from people you just met. I mean, oh, really, exactly. you know them three, four months, six months, yeah. two years, and they all kind of have a similar or almost same level of true concern. Mm -hmm. It's really special. It really our, our neighborhood. It's mm -hmm. a gift. Oh, yeah. And, and I, that's I, great. I think that's one of my biggest pieces of advice to people that are diagnosed and early on. It's like, let people help you. Right. Because I think a lot of people like retreat to like their cave. And we, I think the big, biggest piece of advice, I'm like, if someone offers yeah. you help, let them help. Well, you. we had one gal, Sarah, mm -hmm. who offered to do all of our laundry. 
And you said, no, she's like, I'm not taking those and answer. I'm doing it. She did wow. our laundry for literally six months. I'm like, how do you do this? She's like, I enjoy doing laundry. And she actually enjoyed doing laundry. They would come back folded in ways some, I've never something seen. Something we didn't have to I, think about. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I'm like, wow, yeah. she folds like she works at Gap. Like origami. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> she, she literally was like, leave it in the basket on the porch on Friday. I'll pick it up and I'll bring it back to you on yeah. Sunday. And That's crazy. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I knew that was actually like the aha moment for me was when she emailed me offering that. And I started, I had just been at the hospital from like seven in the morning until five at night going through all my appointments and pre-surgical things and tests yeah. and whatever. And so I picked up the phone and I was looking at my email and I read that from her and I was like, no, she doesn't have to do that. And I realized I was too tired to write the email back. Oh. And I, yeah. that was kind of the aha moment that I had that I was like, if I'm too tired to even say no, that means I need to say yes. Yeah. Well, I remember Julie, my friend That's Julie really Mitchell. That's really a great way of looking at that. If I'm too tired to say no, then I need to say yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, my friend Julie offered to do a GoFundMe. Go uh -huh. And I said, nope, absolutely not. Yeah. And then she did it behind my back oh. a couple months later. And thank wow. God she did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... It saved us. It, it it saved us. Yeah. But everyone, yeah, everyone yeah. rallied around. That's amazing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's. So what were the, what were the biggest tools, I guess, during that time? The most important things. It was community, the meal train, your parents came out. Anything else you could think of working out, maybe kept you I don't know, centered or a, sane or. Well, I remember one thing that really helped, and I don't remember even who suggested this to me, but this was a lifesaver, was um, people made donations to Molly Maids for us. Oh, yeah. We had a Molly Maids account. And wow, that was awesome. And so yeah. we were able to have, because I, you know, I couldn't clean. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. After each surgery, I had six weeks that I couldn't lift anything. Oh, my gosh. And so, yeah, so that was one of those things that it didn't even occur to me that that was something that we needed until someone offered it and we started utilizing it and that was a lifesaver so there's there is an organization that will give you i think four cleaning sessions if you're diagnosed with cancer i'm trying cleaning for a cause cleaning yeah. for a cause so cleaning okay. for a cause is something i you know everyone should look into when you're diagnosed because yeah. that's just another thing that's if they can take something off your shoulders right they have that's three great. people there cleaning and it. it was like you're walking into a hotel room Wow. After. And they were amazing. only there for like 90 minutes. It yeah. wasn't like someone was in your house all day long. They right. came in, they did it, and they left. And then, you know. That was a good so one. That was, that was actually that. a really good thing. So there's the meal trains, but also um, I don't think people really realize they can do that. That no. you have, like the Molly Maids does it. You can just, people can donate to the account, and then you have the certain amount of money in the account. And yeah. That's amazing. I didn't know you could do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's because, yeah, you don't, I didn't think about that. Who would clean my house? Sure. Oh, my God, my house would be a disaster. <laughs> three kids, three kids, too. Our, uh, our, our place is pretty clean. We we both tackle that pretty well, you know. The I'm the only tackler in You're my the house. I'm the only one. So if <laughs> I was out of commission, we'd be condemned. It would be like a hoarder's house in here. Rats would move out of the chicken coop in into my house because of my slobs I live with. Yeah. I do the organizing, Scott. Well, it'll get to the point with the kids' toys that he just like goes and grabs a garbage bag and starts throwing things in the bag. And then there's like crying and, you know, <laughs> screaming and oh, my boy. toys, my toys. And I think right now we have a garbage bag full of the dollhouse furniture in the back of the van. And I keep telling him, don't throw it away. Don't, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, okay, it's fine that, you know, they you know wouldn't keep it organized. So he took it out, but. I funny. every night I, I the sink has to be I, dishes can't be in the sink. I've yeah. always been that way. 
yeah. I always have to wipe the, the counters and I'm just weird. Could you, you hang know? out with Bert a little bit? Maybe rub love elbows with, with him a little bit. And yeah, get him let's in. do it. He makes lunch and it looks like the refrigerator just vomited. <laughs> Funny. Floor, countertop, everywhere. I'll and get he does down and I'll look at the up. counter. Yeah. And I see all the crumbs. You do not. I do, do you too? really? Uh, oh my of course gosh. I do. I'll say to Ava, did you clean up? And I'm like, you did not clean. Because <laughs> those crumbs, we're going to get ants. I eyeball that counter. Yeah. Uh, I see it. Liar, liar. Drives me bananas. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Any advice to give a couple? Any? Laugh. 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 That's good advice. What did you do to laugh during this process? We watched a lot of stuff. We watched Bert's special on netflix <laughs> did you yeah it's freaking awesome i think i told you about we were watching the commercial and he gave away about santa oh yes claus. Santa claus. oh like, that's oh, right that's i yeah. forgot about that yeah, no yeah. i mean we, yeah i mean just... jesus's brother <laughs> so dumb <laughs> he actually told that story to my kids in front of me Funny. to explain who santa claus was and i was like this is the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. And he, he, as soon as he finished, he was like, I got to go write that down. It's a bit. <laughs> he went, wrote it down, and then put it on stage. I was like, yeah, my, yeah but I yeah. have to clean up the mess you just made right, with our right. kids. Exactly, exactly. That's so and funny. They think Santa Claus is really Jesus' brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's pretty funny. Laugh. That's good. Yeah. Ain't that the truth for just about anything, though? Financial problems, laugh. Yeah. Health problems, laugh. laugh. Levity is the biggest healer on the planet. You know, even trauma from your childhood. You have to find some way to be at peace with it enough to laugh. Not Ooh, laugh yeah. at it, but just laugh your way through it. Lead uh, with your heart. Lead with your heart. That's a good one. You no. Know? Because mm -hmm. I would imagine if you lead with your heart, then you're not in your head and angry or upset mm -hmm. or resentful or or uh, pissed off that I got to drive back to the hospital one more time or whatever, what might happen for people who've been in this yeah. situation. Mm -hmm. I know it's got to be. The hospital parking was $12 a pop. Oh my God. It's 14 Jeez. now, I think. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's so I mean, expensive. it was like, I'm parking on the street. So I got to the point where I drop her off and I'd zip around. I'm like, there's a spot. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember when we yeah. were doing our taxes that next year and I thought for sure that we were going to have enough medical expenses and parking expenses that we would get it as a write-off, but we still didn't. It was, it was insane. Why? I, like, because we didn't reach, I guess, I don't remember what the minimum is, but we were like just below it or something. So like, I don't know how many times I went to that hotel for appointments, but it was like, yeah, what, $12? Um, did I say hotel? You, you did. Hotel. I, I was like, hospital. Hotel? Crazy. Hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt like a hotel. No. Um, <laughs> hospital. But uh, yeah, yeah, the medical expenses were crazy. And UCLA was great. The hospital, yeah, yeah. they were amazing. That's mm -hmm. good. I mean, that was that was great. Doctors are awesome. That's good. But yeah, I think the biggest advice would be yeah, just to let people help you, let yeah. people help you, and to mm -hmm. laugh and to lead mm -hmm. with your heart. Mm -hmm. Those are great, great pieces of advice. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, no couple will ever have to go through anything like this. Although we all know that's a ridiculous thing to hope for. But yeah. if anybody is, maybe they'll learn a little something from what we talked about. Maybe. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I have <laughs> I have my website that I try to keep some resources on. The what Hope, is it? Hope Moves Mountains. Hope Moves Mountains. Com. Yeah. Com. I have okay. my beauty counter link. I have um, uh, my mommies with cancer group link. I have a network women's networking group link. Um, and I'm not sure what else. But, you know, I try to keep those kind of updated. Oh, you know, the woman that... Um, 
did my 3D nipple tattoo. Yeah. Um, I have her link on there because she... Um, I keep you know, forgetting that's breast- not real. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> must She must have done a really good job. It's crazy. It was amazing. I didn't want to do it. My reconstruction reconstructive surgeon wanted me to do it and I was like no I don't need to do it you know it's it's my Barbie boob you know whatever but as soon as I did it and this one friend you know she's a breast cancer survivor and that's why she decided to learn to do this so she could help other women um she did it for me and immediately it changed my like my mental um I didn't I didn't notice it I didn't think about cancer getting dressed anymore I just got dressed. Wow. So it was a big deal. And that so is I have, a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. I have her link on there as like a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, in my email, they can always email me if they have any questions or, you know, just want someone to listen. That's so, so kind She's of a good you. listener. She's a good person. Yes. Mm-hmm. I actually like her better than you, Scott. Now. That's fine. <laughs> I've known yeah, you longer. I. But I didn't meet you until I went to Sam Fisher's Beauty County Parter. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had cancer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of this was going on. Mm-hmm. I was never close enough to Scott to have known that. Our kids aren't the same age. There was no reason for me really to have known. But I really had no idea any of this was happening for you. I knew you were ill because of i saw you on crutches at drop off but i didn't know that you were dealing with with this in your house also i had no idea because i would never have recognized you as scott's wife because i'd never seen you Mm -hmm. i mean i'd never seen you together i didn't meet you together married i knew you were (laughs) he knows everybody at school too it amazes me i'm trying to slowly I'm like, I'm the one that helps in class like every me. week <laughs> yeah. and everyone know, like, will say hi to him and not know who I am. It's because you don't have a mustache. <laughs> you need a mustache, <laughs> yeah. Tanya. You need, or maybe a mohawk or something. I had one of those for briefly I when know, I was right? shaving my head. I had her give me a mohawk. You did? I have a picture of me in a mohawk. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. We should post that on your, on, your, on your website. Okay, I will. A picture of your mohawk. That's that really a cool awesome. Mohawk. Hmm? What's that? That was a cool mohawk. I mm-hmm. like that. That was a cool mohawk? Yeah. Was it a faux hawk or was it a full like? We didn't we, we didn't, didn't spike, stick it straight up, it up, so yeah. it was. But but your oh, hair got I really did, curly, didn't it? It did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing you. You looked funny. <laughs> it was with, crazy. And I remember seeing you and your She's hair like being Brady, really short. One of the Brady bunch kids. And I'm, I thought to myself, I wonder if she oh. is recovering from cancer. But I didn't know who you were. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were Scott's wife, <laughs> and I didn't know you, so I wouldn't have talked to you and said, "Hey, do you have cancer? Did you have cancer? Your <laughs> hair is really curly." Um. Anyway, thank you for talking about this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sure. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was fun. I really, um, I really, it, it's healthy to talk. Mm-hmm. It's so healthy. I think that is something. I'm glad you said that because I think that is something that's really important. I know you've mentioned talking to your pastor. Mm-hmm. You can talk. There are so many different people who would be willing to listen talk about asking for help Mm -hmm. that's another place you could ask for help is i need someone to just let me vent Mm -hmm. just let me vent and listen to all the good the bad the ugly and have no opinion no offerance of help no nothing but compassion Mm -hmm. and openness to accepting whatever it is you have Mm -hmm. to say i would imagine that would have been really helpful yeah yeah i went to the counselor the cancer counselor like for a little bit. And it was funny because whenever I would have the appointment coming up, I would think, oh, I have nothing to talk about. Nothing's really going on. <laughs> and then I would get in there and I'd talk nonstop for like exactly. an hour. <laughs> I'm that way. I've been she in therapy like, forever. And I, she's in Pasadena and I always drive there going, why do I keep going? Right. I mean, I don't have, I've yeah. clearly worked on everything. You know, we've, ne- I've mm. never done therapy. We've never gone to marriage counseling and, 
And we, we've gone through some patches, of course. And we've had people say to us, you should go. Yeah. I'm like, maybe one day we should. But, you know, this yeah. is therapy. Being here, this is therapeutic. Is. I don't know if it's therapy, yeah. but it's therapeutic for yeah. sure. Yeah. To talk about things and to talk about things. For me, I know, I think my purpose, my, my goal for the podcast is to, for people to feel like they're in here having the conversation with us. And the other one is to learn something, right? Or, and to have, if I'm learning something, then I feel like the people listening are learning something. Mm -hmm. So I want to learn something every time I'm in here. Even if it's just eco egg laundry detergent balls. Exactly. Right? <laughs> okay. We said we were going to talk about that. You bought an eco egg? I did. Yeah. Jenna, what do you Jenna think? sold me on it. I haven't used it yet because I'm trying to use the rest of my laundry detergent that I have before I start. Have you started using it? Yes. Ooh, light bulb oh, just God. went out. Bulb out. Uh-oh, bulb out. Yes, I love it. I yes. bought the Eco okay. Egg Laundry Detergent and the Eco Egg Dryer Balls, dryer okay. eggs. Oh, the dryer one. We didn't get the dryer one. The dryer eggs. Okay. The um, I have one complaint about the dryer eggs. They they have a little insert that's like um, fabric softener type, like what would you would use, mm -hmm. like a bounce dryer sheet or something. Um, and they smell awesome, but they're like silicone -y. Okay. So they get trapped in the clothes. Uh, and sometimes I can't find them. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like if I'm doing, you know, massive loads of laundry one after the other, I have to like go through every item of clothing to find okay. the egg. That's my one complaint. Okay. And you have two of them for the dryer. Okay. So usually I'll find one and I'll be like, damn it. Where's that other stupid egg? One was like inside a sleeve. Oh. You know, I, you like, you just can't find them. And there's, they're smaller. Like the, the laundry egg is kind of bigger. Mm-hmm. These are probably, they're smaller than my fist. So they're a little bit harder to find. That's mm -hmm. my one complaint. But um, I actually really like it. All okay. my clothes is coming out really clean. I kept my laundry for like heavy duty, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't completely, you mean, like in my detergent. Liquid? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I said laundry. Um, but like we have a puppy. Puppy thinks a rug is a pee pee pad. Oh, yeah. So like bath rugs, yeah. I do with like, old school laundry detergent. Okay. So I kept my big jug and I'm just kind of slowly so maybe that's eking what, maybe, it out. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I should just save a little of what we have and and then do the egg for a while and see. The egg's awesome. It's really great. I like the idea. What is it? Is it like 700 loads of laundry or something? 750. To last through? Yeah, 750. What if you so. did 751? Wonder what would happen. <laughs> I'm like, dude, who tested this? I know who did. I mean, because there's, you know, there's some. Are you sure 750 exactly? Exactly. Are they using hot water? Yes. Or cold hot water? water? Would at least run three of them. Yeah, yeah, you right. Know? I don't know. Totally. Mm -hmm. well, the little pellets inside, you know, they're and they, they come oh, with like ceramic pellets. Oh, okay. Slow, slow over time. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even looked at it yet. It's really cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, you know, if you are a person, we don't use scented detergent because we have sensitive skin people in my house. So it doesn't matter to me. But I was talking to my sister-in-law about it. She was like, yeah, but I like the scent of my detergent. Mm. And it's not, I mean, there's no scent. I don't think we, do we do scented? I think lavender, but that's not. Yeah, you lavender. can put lavender in it. Yeah. Free. yeah. yeah. Put it in your little, mm -hmm. at the yeah. top. You can mm -hmm. drip it in. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she, that was the reason she didn't buy it is because it, she oh. was losing her laundry scent, which is clearly more important than oh, saving funny. the planet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah, but it's probably the fragrance. It's probably something that's not healthy for her too. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Look at that <laughs> clean product. Uh, well, so, yeah. you'll have to let me know what you think about it. Okay. We'll okay. podcast again. Okay. Maybe Sounds we'll good. invite Scott back. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was surprised when you wanted to talk to me too. That was nice of you. You are actually, the, I think, the first couple I've had on oh, as cool. a couple. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and, and I was just thinking, you know, it would be interesting to have other couples on that have, because yeah. it 
my impression of your relationship is that it's very healthy and that you're really happy and you're happily married. And I think that there are um, kind of key points to that. I think you have to have a, a, a similar value system and you have to really want the best for your partner and and really want to facilitate the best for your partner. And, and you know, there's certain qualities that you have as a good couple. And I think that would be something interesting to talk about mm-hmm. to see what each individual couple has in that little bag of tricks you know what are the values that you share and what are the ones you don't and you know where do you part ways in in parenting or whatever and where are you the same and how mm-hmm. does that work because we are so lucky again in this neighborhood we ha- are surrounded by a lot of seemingly really happy happily married couples there's i mean obviously there are some who are not mm-hmm. but all of our friends are really happily married we have like six or eight couples but don't have any kind of real marital issues, which mm-hmm. is super lucky. I think so too. Yeah, and no, I know the divorce rate is supposedly like pretty high, but I, we don't really know that many people. I think that have gotten divorced. No, nor do we. Mm-hmm. And so we must all collectively be doing something right. So what is that? So today I was like, oh, this is my first couple. Maybe I'll start asking like one couple every month or so to come and talk about their marriage, not the not the you know, dirty laundry of it necessarily, mm-hmm. unless they just want to, but I don't like gossipy shit anyway. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what makes things work. Well, I think I remember, and I've told pe- other people this when they find out we've been married for 18 years and they're like, oh my gosh, that's like forever, yeah. especially in LA. Yeah. You know? um, but I remember hearing Gwyneth Paltrow talk about like her parents were married for like 50 some years. And I think your parents have been married for 50 some years. And same with my parents and stuff. Um, but they're like, they asked her, they were like, what's the secret? How, you know, were your par- how were they married for so long? And I think her mom said, we never wanted to get divorced at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember thinking that was so funny. But I mean, it's I could totally see it being like the secret because, you know, he might get irritated with me and I might get irritated with him. But I think you we know, talked about divorce one time. Yeah. It was in O. I think it was around the seven year mark yeah. or something like that. The yeah. itchy year. And I remember yeah. saying, like, if, if you can see yourself being happier with somebody else, then that's what we need. We need then we need to talk. But you know what's funny, though? What? Now we tell our kids to, to mess with them. I'm so keeping my language clean. We'll say to Ava and Ashley, we'll sit them down. We're dead serious. We're like, where do you want to live? One of you's going to Washington with mommy, and the other one's going to Michigan with dad. <laughs> and then choose now. Ashley will lose her shit. <laughs> And Annabelle didn't know what's going on, you know? You haven't, used, you haven't pulled that one over on It's been a, a couple months. <laughs> no, it's only been a couple months. That, but it's funny. But we're so we're such a good acting com- duo. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're like, we're in. We're all like, in on this yeah. joke. Yeah. stop fighting, then one of you is moving to Washington yeah. with me and the other one's staying here because you obviously can't be together. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. We threatened to Threaten send our them. kids to boarding school once. Oh, yeah. That's we... Plotted together because they'd been fighting so much. Mm-hmm. And we were like, here's what we're going to do. It was such a bad parenting move. We went in. They were in their top bunks of their bunk beds. They had two bunk beds. And they had both in the top bunk. And we we're like, we've exhausted all efforts as parents. We really <laughs> don't know where to go from here. Yeah. So we feel that we just don't know what we're doing. So but this is like 10 o'clock at night. Bert's like, I just got off the phone with a boarding school like he did at 10 o'clock at night. And they have two beds. But we have to have you there by Monday. 
So enjoy this last weekend home because we we just really don't know what to do. And Georgia's face, she went like full white and bawling. And Isla was just like, what? What's a boarding school? Yeah. We're explaining to her what that means. Well, come see you on the weekends. It's up in Ojai. And, you know, because there's a boarding school in Ojai. And I, in they, case they decided to research it and see if you were. Right? Really, like, exactly. Because the there's one in Ojai. Yeah. So... And we really sold it. I mean, sold it big time. It's good for the and kids. I think it may have scarred Georgia. For oh, <laughs> for funny. life. That's funny though. It's not a great parenting moment. No, it's I good. don't think. Yeah. But yeah, this, the the fighting stopped for a little bit. Oh, that's good. You know, good. but whatever. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking about this. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much for coming. So maybe we'll come back again and just talk about marriage. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming thanks in. Thanks for coming in. Watch it. Prime Amazon. Video. No, no. Prime, Prime Video. video. Prime Video. And what was the name of your website? Hope Moves Mountains. Hope Moves Mountains. Yep. And thanks for coming in. Check them both out. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.